This one's a little bit different. It's from the Midnight Mass for Christmas 2019. And you have a completely different group of people, often much less familiar with the scriptures. And so it's an opportunity to engage with the timeless truth in a slightly different angle. I hope that this will be an encouragement to you as it was to them. Our reading was Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to 2, verse 20. You are listening to a sermon from the Pilgrim Path with your preacher Samuel S. Thorpe. Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing in your sight, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. I wonder if any of you have had a similar experience to my own in the last few days. I realise I've forgotten to get something which I think of as being one of those details that makes Christmas Christmas. I've forgotten to buy a couple of bags of those gold chocolate coins. It may sound daft, but my family always have them each Christmas, and I realised that when we did our Christmas shopping orders, I'd forgotten to order any. So I popped into the store quickly to buy some. I say quickly, clearly everyone else in town was also in the store. It was heaving, and I found myself wondering about other people's Christmas traditions. What details is it that makes Christmas Christmas for others in store? I saw people with chocolates, with party crackers. I saw people with different cheeses and some very peculiar folk with far too many Brussels sprouts. This idea of Christmas traditions is an interesting one in our house because my wife, the lovely Linnea, is Swedish. And the Swedish, like various other European cultures, celebrate their Christmas today on the 24th. So for lunch we have had Christmas ham, beet salad, potato bake and, of course, meatballs. We've actually had our stockings today, joined in that time-honoured Swedish tradition of watching the Disney Christmas special, Donald Duck and his friends wish you a Merry Christmas. Yes, each year at 3pm, Sweden sits down and watches Donald Duck. For each of us here tonight, gathering for the midnight service is one part of what makes Christmas Christmas. We have gathered here in this building where people have gathered for some 800 years and has looked similarish to this for 600 years. Can you imagine being able to step outside of time to observe the rhythm of life which this building has witnessed? The ebb and flow of the years and the generations of people gathering to pray and worship. Visualise the families bringing babies for baptism at the back, gathering to celebrate couples standing right here to get married, standing to comfort one another for funerals. Have you seen those time-lapse videos in David Attenborough documentaries of the hustle and bustle of city life, such as in the introduction credits for Sherlock? Imagine the same sense of the rhythm of life which this church has seen as year in and year out, people like us. Indeed, for some of you, people who were your grandparents' great-grandparents gathered like us, because somehow 
the midnight service helps to make Christmas Christmas. There's something about this building at this time which draws us in. It's as if there's a rightness to it, perhaps a sense of connectedness, of being a part of the history of not just this church, but of our town, and indeed our country. Having been drawn to this place, we encounter this atmosphere. Look around you. Take it in. There's the candles. There's the people. We're singing carols and hearing the familiar nativity story of angels, shepherds, a virgin and her baby boy laid in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn. As stories go, it somehow manages to be oddly reassuring and perplexing all at once. A virgin gives birth. Angels talk of God's son, who will be a saviour. There's a mix of the utterly ordinary, a normal young girl, shepherds looking after sheep, and the extraordinary and the divine. We have angels, prophecies, and God being born as a human baby. Clearly this is the beginning of a much larger story. It's an introduction to Jesus, and an invitation to want to find out more about what he's going to do, and who he will be. Not just in the story, but in the history which has shaped and influenced our lives. The story of Christmas is, in a sense, the foundations of this building to which we have been drawn to tonight. Our sense of connection, of being a part of a larger ebb and flow of life in this place, is at its heart a sense of connection to Christmas, and through Christmas to the God who became Jesus, so that he could by his life, death and resurrection become our saviour. In a short while, we, like those who have gone before us, and those who will come after us, shall head to the altar rail, we do so to play our part in this ongoing Christmas story of faith, whether we are confident in Jesus as our Lord, or whether we simply wish to reach out and encounter God afresh or for the first time. Because at its core, the Christmas story with its angels and shepherds, its virgin mother and a baby in a manger, is the story of the God who comes close to us, and blesses us. And different traditions aside, that is what makes Christmas, Christmas. Christmas.